0: This is the Starcoat Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 284.
1: Recognize your value so that I can gain from you what you have to offer, whereas that, and, and I have to realize mine so that you can gain what I have to offer. And that means that we come to the table both giving, right, both giving and understanding that ability to be able to give will reciprocate and we'll gain. We, we will gain from each other what we have to give.
0: Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello, welcome to The Star Coach Show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler, Executive and Mentor Coach. I want to thank you for being here today. We have an important show, important with the message that it brings, important with the time of the year it is. In the Christian community, we just had Easter Sunday. In the Jewish community, it's Passover. We are in a place of really celebrating some of our key beliefs through the different elements that are they're coming up in life right now. And if you were able to listen to last week's show, where I talked about standing out from the crowd, tapping into the things you know to be true about life, your life's philosophy, your experiences, how you can bring those forward to make a unique value proposition that attracts clients to you. well my guest this week is a perfect example of doing exactly what we talked about last week. So it's a great compliment to the show that we had last week. I am welcoming one Lee to the show today to talk about love. And if you wonder like, well, Meg, what does love have to do with, you know, creating a thriving business or building my skills as a coach or bringing coaching into organizations, all the things that, the Starcoat Show is about. I would say that, you know, just like the title of today's show, love is really the answer to so many aspects of the work that we do. Speaking of love, I want to thank all of you for the outpouring of love and support that I received when I announced that the Starcoat Show had been named one of the 20 great podcasts for coaches. I was super excited about that. I posted about it and just received lots of love and support and affirmation about the show. So I want to thank you for that and hope that you continue to listen because I'm committed to continuing to bring great shows and great guests like the one that I have this week to you. So one Lee is a transformational speaker, he's a thought leader, and an author of the new book, Love Made Simple, A Guide to Inner Peace, Contentment, and Success. What I had shared is that Juan used his life lessons to really zero in on the kind of work that he's doing at Clear Journey with adolescence around finances and the message of love he's bringing that message forward as a, a speaker and a thought leader on how we can use the concept of love to build humanity to build connection to minimize division and divert and being opposite of one another or looking at just the differences and not the similarities Lee has this message of love that he found to be confusing for people, and he decided to make the message of love simple and universal, finding that the things that make us similar are far bigger than the things that divide us. We all have love in common, and when we can love ourselves and love one another, wonderful things happen. So Juan's going to share with us the journey that he's taken, the things that he learned about himself. And once again, such a great example of what we talked about in the show last week. I just encourage you to settle into this show and think about how are you bringing your life lessons forward? What can you learn from the journey that one's walked? And just how does this make your life richer? So I will make you wait no longer. Let's go to my interview with author Wan Lee. Wan Lee, welcome to the Star Coach Show. I am really looking forward to our conversation today.
1: Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And so am I. I am also looking forward to this.
0: Well, when I met you, I just knew you had to get in front of the audience. Our audience needs to hear the whole concept of authenticity, of how we show up in life. So key to the messages that coaches train in and hopefully live their lives through. I'd love to start first with getting to know you just a little bit better in what led you to do the kind of work that you're doing and what lights you up about the work that you're doing.
1: It really started a for me as a teenager myself, you know, I graduated from high school with an undiagnosed learning disability. And I was really felt hopeless. I really didn't have any direction. I didn't have, I didn't know if I was gonna survive. I mean, to be honest with oh, you, I was, you, I was mm-hmm. I was unprepared for life and I had no and I when I say guy, I didn't have any guidebook or guidance in the sense, you know, I grew up in the middle class uh, home, parents there. But with the undiagnosed learning disability, I didn't feel prepared for life at all.
0: I'm sure you felt a little defeated.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I had no confidence whatsoever. And I did not see how I was going to survive. I really didn't. I had no idea as to how I was going to not only sustain what I had, but even identify who I was.
0: Oh, my heart is breaking for your 18 year old self. Hey,
1: it was real. It was extremely real. And what I did was I said, okay, I got into the Air Force. I didn't know how that happened, but got into the Air Force. That journey took me literally a year to get into the Air Force. Wow. A year. I mean, I'm talking about the process. I went in the base. To get in. Okay, I went into basic training on November of uh, eighty three, and I didn't finish getting into the Air Force until October of ninety of eighty four.
0: So it took a year of here's trying and trying. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. no. Was in basic training. Here, here's the thing: I failed the test in basic training that they allowed me to continue to take until. October of the next year until I passed.
0: Wow. So, but you were in basic training that whole time?
1: No, no. I, w- I I was in active duty. I was actually in my job. I was at my first duty station.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I was at
1: my first duty station. And here's the thing. This is the part about it. If you didn't pass that test by that date, you were going to be mm-hmm. discharged. Wow. So I had pressure on me for a whole year to get through basic training because when you get through basic training, everybody's, oh, you're in, you're, you're there, you're, right. you're there. Not me. It took me a year almost. Until what perseverance
0: though? Good for you. What perseverance?
1: That was that was the beginning of my journey as to finding out who I was, who I was. And that was learning that the system of what we do not realize that we all are part of allowed me to realize that. One of the characteristics of who I am is that ability to not quit, that tenacity, because I did not know that I had a learning disability.
0: At what point in your life did that get diagnosed?
1: 37.
0: When you were 37 years old. So this whole time, I'm sure there's some inner chatter. What's wrong with me? Why is this so hard for me and not other people? I give it my all and I'm not succeeding. I mean, what? What weight that you carried that tenacity through?
1: It was a ghost that I was fighting every day until that diagnosis came out. But in the process, I learned the system for life and I was allowed, and it allowed me to plug into the system that I could then begin to see value in what I had to offer in spite of what I didn't have.
0: Wow. And that's really kind of where we're going today, right? Like being able to dig in deep find those gifts that we have, find the lens that we're going to look through life at and how we can engage authentically through that lens, correct? You are
1: absolutely right. It was through my experience in the military that I began to identify my authenticity, that part of me, that that originality, that uniqueness that I had to offer to something bigger than myself, because the system of humanity is what's bigger than us all. It's love is the system for humanity. And that is the point that in the military, we had a system that was in place to protect and preserve the United States of America. And that same system is is not the same system, but a system is what we use in our daily lives because we are a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. And when we realize that, when we find that, that uniqueness that's in us, that equality that we cannot or, or society needs from us, then we can plug into that system and then we all can be successful. We're all successful when we bring our uniquenesses to each other and we connect with one another. And that's what allows the humanity to, to continue. As we connect with one another, it allows us to invest into one another that propels humanity into the future.
0: I just love this message. I just, it's, it's almost bringing tears to my eyes because I, I believe this message needs to be heard. It always needs to be heard, but I believe that right now it really needs to be heard. The, the connection, the importance of how we all are a part of a whole Rather than separate and in conflict, divided. Yes, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. how many years did you stay in the military? Nine. You stayed nine years in the military. And what was different about one when you discharged from when you enrolled?
1: Oh, confidence. I mean, everything changed as it relates to who I was. I knew who I was. I had something to offer. I had something that was unique. I had something that no one else had. And the fact of the matter is, is that it gave me a confidence that in many cases, people perceived it as being arrogant and cocky, but that was the contrast from being, uh, having low self-esteem, having mm-hmm. no confidence, having no uh, identity or to direction. I knew, yeah. to, I knew who I was and I knew what I had to offer. And that was an assurance that I could walk in every day, every day. Life became crystal clear when I recognized my value. OK, and that was what everyone needs to have, because see, I need you to recognize your value so that I can gain from you what you have to offer. Whereas that and, and I have to realize mine so that you can gain what I have to offer. And that means that we come to the table both giving.
0: Right.
1: Both giving and understanding that ability to be able to give will reciprocate and will gain, we we will gain from each other what we have to give. And it's amazing when you begin to sit in that space. Oh, there's nothing that allows you to feel insecure about who you are because you own what you have and no one else, no one else can possess that.
0: So, this message is important on so many levels. And as I think about this particular audience, I think about the coaches that I teach that are just coming into coaching and thinking, where is my unique value in this? There are thousands of coaches in the world. What do I bring forward? What why would somebody want to work with me? And I'm just wondering, Juan, what was the process that you walked through? Like, how does one become as clear as you became?
1: I tell you, it was the system that we realize that we all participate in.
0: Okay. So no it was a shift where. of mindset.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's understanding. And the thing about it is, is that it's when you're able to make that shift, because here's the thing, you're in this system, whether or not you know it or not.
0: Yeah. We and don't necessarily get to vote. We're in there. I mean, it's, it's part of, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're in there. So what we have to do is now understand how the system works and then understand that you hold each one of us holds the power to determine how that that how the system will be displayed or how we will represent that system what Mm -hmm. part we will play and it all goes back to attitude it goes back to how we will position ourselves as it pertains to any situation or and and having a goal and your actions that are all consistent with one mm-hmm. another so that they can begin to from the attitude all the way to the outcome their consistent actions that will gender that outcome that you're looking for mm-hmm. we know in many cases with our attitude we're un- we're going to be unsuccessful just based on our attitude because we're positioned wrong mm-hmm. we're positioned inappropriately to get to our outcome It's just that simple. That's the Mm -hmm. system. You can't make the system get you somewhere unless you plug into the right place where it belongs so that it can get you to where you want to go. It's sort of, you're in Texas, I'm in Maryland, 95 runs north and south. Yep. If I'm trying to get to Texas, that ain't going to (laughs) happen. 95, I, I can start a little while. I can go for a little while. But ultimately, I've got to get on, I think it's 40. I've got to get to 40. 40 goes east and west. Right, well, You definitely
0: want to come West, young man. So, yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, so my point being is, is that just because I don't know, it don't mean the fact that if I want to get to Texas, I've got to get on 40 or get something going East and West. I just can't st- you've got to know that. And so when you know the system, you can get to your destination, you can get to your outcome, but you've got to know it. And so when you, okay, so what I'm going to get down 95. And when I see the exit to 60 or 40, I've got to get the exit and go on a 40 that's how we get to where we're going. You just can't go flying by forty. Going, I'm heading to Texas. Yeah, you're gonna end up in Florida,
0: <laughs> which fine place as well, but it's not Texas. Yeah,
1: which yep. is fine, but that ain't yes. the outcome. That's, not, that's, that's the, not where that's you not wanted not to go, de- right? That's your desire. Okay. So it's that it, that is the attitude that allows us to know and align ourselves with our outcome.
0: So we have to have some knowledge of where it is that we want to get. What's the saying, you know, if you any road will get you if you don't know where you're going. But if you do know where you're going, you you have to create that path. As you gained your confidence and as you determined who you were, what what did you learn about the authentic one?
1: The process is heart-wrenching, okay? Let's be as, as authentic as I can be. It is heart-wrenching to ask the questions why, how, what, when, and then begin to answer those questions as honestly as you possibly can, understanding that you might not like the answer, but you have the opportunity to make the adjustment instead of living in those answers. Because we will live in those answers regardless as to whether or not we think they're right or wrong because we've got experiences in those answers. And we'll just continue to operate out of them because that's where our experiences are. But until we challenge them with the understanding that humanity is bigger than myself, my individuality, and understand that we're here to invest that individuality into that bigger thing called humanity mm-hmm. is then we can begin to make some corrections into the way we view ourselves and the way we view others. And in that point, we begin to see value in ourselves before we can begin to see value in others. And that's where the problem begins is when we're trying to determine someone else's value when we haven't found that value in ourselves, found that that place of, of assurance and of confidence in ourselves Letting people begin, you're judging people and uh, viewing people from a lens that's not very clear. And we don't understand that. So, yeah, those were the things that I had to open my eyes to and say, guess what? I need help.
0: Where did love come into that for you?
1: That was the system. Love is the system. And that system requires attitudes to get you to the outcome. See, love is the system that protects and preserves humanity. It's the characteristics of love. It is is a a chameleon. It sets the platform. It it adapts to any situation and circumstance. It allows you to look onto the situation on behalf of other people. It allows everybody to be successful when you blend in instead of standing out. And then the second characteristic is a conduit. It allows us to flow, connect to one another so that we can flow our gifts back and forth to each other with no expectations, no need to think that I'm doing this for some personal gain or anything. It's just because it's what I have to offer. And then the last one of the characteristics of love is that it's a choice and no one can stop you from loving. No one can force you to love, but no one can stop you. And it was those characteristics that gave me the power to understand that I dictate the destination. I sit in the place of being able to know that the journey is based on how I navigate this thing through my attitude. And so those are the things that I had to realize. And I had to do the work that realized that, hey, I, I, there's some real aha moments. Mm-hmm. And aha moment number one was life is temporary, not short. Can't make it any longer than the fact that whatever it is, it's temporary. And when you realize that it's temporary, then you have that motivation to be able to maximize this experience called life, instead of focusing on the end, you're maximizing on the moment. That's really? that. Those were those aha moments that allowed my mindset to shift, to shift, to shift, to look at things totally different. And that humanity is bigger than I am, but my ability to influence humanity for eternity is in my investment into it.
0: So so interesting. On the one hand, wow. It's so much bigger than I am. And yet how empowering that was for you. Once you realize that, then what's the contribution that I want to make to that? How do I, it's bigger than me. So it's not all about me. And yet once I realize that I can own my place in it.
1: Absolutely. That is a powerful place to be.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's a powerful place to be. And that gives me and anyone that has that ability to understand those nuances, so to speak has the power to navigate this experience, to leave the investment that's going to live on long after they're gone.
0: So once you discharged and you started, your, you had a different attitude. You came from a different place of self-worth. Tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing now in fully embodying this and being an example of this in the world.
1: Well, it's sort of like my jerk jacket here. It's called Clear Journey. It's called Life Made Simple. uh, I'm the founder and executive director of a nonprofit called Clear Journey, and we teach teens and young adults life skills, financial literacy, and attitudes for success in life. It's about allowing them a clear vision in this experience called life so that they can avoid some of the pitfalls that many of us have occurred in our lives, midlife crises and things that we get behind and it's very difficult to try to recover. Right. And so that's what we do there. We give them the tools that are necessary to be able to navigate life successfully, be able to make their dreams a reality, having uh, ideas and knowing that everything is possible when you have the right attitude and you understand the system that you're in.
0: So you're taking our national treasure, our children, our our teens particularly, I I love teens, and just a little note here. Uh, one of the things I loved about Juan when we first met was, you know, this passion for working with our young adults and our, and cause I used to work in psychiatric care for adolescents. And, and I remember a psychiatrist saying to me once, I don't know why you work in adolescent psychiatry. It's the armpit of psychiatry. And I thought, what a horrible attitude to have. These are our next leaders. They're, they're hungry to learn and grow. And so obviously that, that psychiatrist was not somebody that I was one of my favorite people, but I think, I think about one of, you know, like what we want to bring forward and you empowering our next, you know, that next they're going to be the next parents and the next, and they're going to be bringing their children into the world and the skills that you're giving them to embrace life and to embrace connectedness. And, and the picture of the whole is just so important. I want to thank you for that.
1: Well, I thank you for acknowledging that. That's the whole vision. I mean, it's it's about being able to make something better than it is. And we have a tendency to, if we don't adapt to something greater than ourselves, if we don't connect to one another, we're leaving an inheritance. We're leaving, we're investing something that is ultimately going to fail if we do not invest the things that we need to into it that can preserve it, that can protect it. And love is it. And love encompasses the ability to be able to manifest and to navigate this experience in a positive way. We're in a space right now that we are so divided that we, it doesn't appear that we are leaving. Something anyway that is going to advance or protect and preserve our humanity as a whole. Right. And if we don't grasp it enough to be able to at least demonstrate or show it, then they're going to pick up on that. And we're going to what we have grown into, they're going to develop. So if it's this divided divisiveness that we've grown up, we've grown up to, they're going to enhance it.
0: And is that really where we want the future to go? And very little love in that equation. There's none. Yeah,
1: exactly. There's none. I mean, we're holding on by a thread right now. We're holding on by a thread. And, and the thing about it is, is that you can't legislate this. You can't legislate yourself out of this. These are individual attitudes that each and every one of us possess. And until we recognize that we're the, we're the source, of this division each and
0: every one of us yeah yeah and so by tapping into who we truly want to be authentically and being able to maybe look at some of the the facts about ourselves that are difficult to look at to ask the questions that you talked about one of ourselves of how are we showing up how are we playing potentially a part in this how are we you know what can we embrace to potentially turn the tide and create a different flow. Those are all choices that we can make each and every individual that's listening and the ripple effect from what's shared beyond that and how we show up and how we role model for others as well. And I just am so appreciative of the role modeling that you're doing with that.
1: Well, thank you. I mean, but that that's it. Each and every one of us has the ability. We're all influencers. We're mm-hmm. all influencers. they we all have this area of influence. And when we understand that we all are valuable, we all have what is necessary and is sufficient mm-hmm. to be able to, to connect to one another, to reach each other, if only we only desired it. And I think therein lies the biggest challenge is that because what our what love does is it demonstrates our motivation. And when we're motivated for something that's greater than ourselves, it becomes, it's very selflessness. Mm -hmm. Instead of being selfish, we'll begin to be selflessness. It's Mm -hmm. that selflessness that allows us to act on behalf of another, because we know the bigger picture is so much more important than just what I have going on in my situation. Because guess what? I'm gaining from someone else's value. And And, when you realize that.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: No, I said, when you realize that you begin to see a bigger picture, you see something that's, that's a whole lot bigger and a whole lot. It looks, it's a beautiful picture when you can really see
0: it. Right, it's a beautiful right. picture. So it's like, you got to get that 10 story view on it and really get that picture. And the other thing that sort of struck me just kind of, cause I know we're talking big picture here, but also as you were sharing the mind games, we can play with ourselves and, and the places we can stay stuck. I think that we also do that sometimes as coaches when we focus too much on ourselves and not on the relationship or on what the other person needs as well. So if if I'm all worried about what I'm bringing forward or if I am smart enough or talented enough as a coach versus what's this relationship need, I think that 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 and that taps back into, you know, am I taking this action on behalf of another Or is it self-focused? So, so important.
1: As coaches, we really have to be in that space that we can be comfortable and assured in so that we can really monitor and manage that relationship. Because ultimately, this experience is about relationship. And so you've got to be able to understand the needs of the other person and really using ourselves as the tools to assist and help others. And again, there is that value is to give on behalf of the other. And you're able to know that what you have to offer them is what they need. Mm -hmm. It's for them. And that's the attitude that coaches need. And in this regard, as this relationship, is that you're giving it to them so that they understand you're meeting their need. And, And it takes that ability to understand and to navigate someone else to give them what they need.
0: Yeah, so you've got to be curious and you've got to care about what that other person's bringing forward and not just have an internal focus. One, I could talk to you for days, but I know you're a busy man and you've got other things to do besides talking to me. So how can people connect with you or learn more about what you do?
1: You can, right now it's the uh, clearjourney.org. You can go check out that website. We're looking for partners. We're looking for sponsors. People who have a heart that want to really engage and be a part of this, uh, this journey that we're on. We're looking for those that are got hearts to, uh, to help humanity. And you can also go to my website, um, wanleytheauthor.com, where you can pick up my book, Love Made Simple, where it has the guide to inner peace, contentment, and success. And in addition, I'd like to offer your, your uh, listeners, I have a guide. It's a free guide. That you can pick up. It's the three mistakes that we make that prevent us from living a happier life. You can go to extra.wanleytheauthor.com backslash freebie and pick that up.
0: For anybody and- who's worried that you can't keep up with that, it's okay. We're going to have the links in the show notes for this episode. <laughs> so we'll have all these links in the show notes.
1: And I'm, an, I'm on all the social media. You can Facebook, Wanlee Author, Instagram, Wanlee Author. Love made simple at Twitter okay. and I'm on LinkedIn and I'm looking forward to shortly getting into clubhouse. I don't know if you're aware of clubhouse.
0: I am I on club. Well, I haven't been active recently, but I, I do know clubhouse. So yes,
1: hopefully I'm going to launch it. Get me a room and we're going to have a room. All right. on We're going
0: to get ourselves a room in clubhouse and have a good yes. old time. All exactly. right. So One, I'm, such I'm a joy. There. You Thank certainly you are. Having- we will have those links available. And I just want to once again thank you for bringing your life journey, your perspective, and this important message to us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I want to thank Wan Lee again for bringing his wisdom to the show, for spotlighting the concept of love. If you want to know more about Wan Lee and about the Resources that he discussed, go to starcoachshow.com slash 284, starcoachshow.com slash 284, and you can access those links there. My conversation with Juan continues in the membership community where Juan and I talked about his advice for getting your book completed. How many of us have a book inside of us, and we just don't make it over the finish line with that book? Well, Juan's going to give us some sage advice about getting that book published and into the hands of the people who need it. Now, next week, I'm welcoming Amy Yamada to the show for Oh my gosh, one of my very favorite interviews. Amy and I dive into the kinds of services that she offers, the basically her path. So Amy goes completely transparent with us on her pricing, on the way that she built her business, on offering the kinds of high-end offers that she has, the kinds of things that she uses to build up to that, her price structure. She goes completely transparent with us, and it is a great episode. I got so many wonderful ideas from her. So come back next week and meet Amy Yamada, and you will be so glad that you did. As always, I thank you for being a listener to the show and encourage you to please leave a rate and review wherever you listen the only way that the star coach show is going to be on more lists for more coaches to find us and to really benefit from what our guests bring forward is if they know about the show so when you rate and review different people learn about the show and then they put us on their lists and and then we're able to be found by more and more coaches so please rate and review wherever you are and thank you again for being a listener of the show so until next week This is Meg Rentschler. I wish you the very best for yourself, for your business, for your family, for your community. We'll see you next week.